for more BYU baseball, let's rejoin the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Brock Watkins leads off the fourth inning for BYU 0-0. Cougs and Cornhuskers, both teams with a single hit. And the first pitch Brock Watkins sees is popped up. Second baseman Matthews will call it and take it. And that's one gone here in the fourth. Discount Tire presents on the rubber. A look at both teams' pitching numbers through three innings. Discount Tire, let's get you taken care of. Shea Shanneman through three complete. One hit allowed, no runs, two strikeouts, no bases on balls. And for BYU, Ryan Brady through three, one hit, no runs, one base on balls, and two strikeouts. That's on the rubber, brought to you by Discount Tire. Discount Tire, let's get you taken care of. Brock Watkins pops up to second base, bringing up Mitch McIntyre. McIntyre hitting out of the three-hole, but second batter of this, the fourth inning. And a ball delivered to McIntyre. The 1-0, and he stripes that to center. Center fielder reaching up and making the catch as he moved to his left. He was moving in diagonally to his left, and it was almost over his head. Just stabbed up the leather and snagged it. Nice play made by Luke Sartori in center field. So two are gone as McIntyre flies out to his positional opposite, the center fielder, Sartori, and two are gone here in the fourth. BYU was single hit. It was a leadoff single for Sardina. Got the second on a throwing error, but he was stranded one inning ago. Now hitting Ryan Sapiti takes a strike one. So two out, no one on, top four. And we're only going seven, so we're almost halfway home here in Lincoln. First game of two, Friday matinee twin bill. That's chin music to Sapiti. Gets out of the way for ball one. One and one. Two outs and no one on. We're in the BYU fourth. Pitchers have controlled the action thus far. Breaking ball high. At 77 miles an hour, two balls and a strike. Shea Shanneman, two and four on the year, a 4.23 ERA. Ryan Brady's ERA, 4.22. And that's hit. Good contact down the left field line, but it's curling foul and will be into the Nebraska bullpen down that left field line. So a long strike for Sapiti. He's BYU's RBI leader. Third in hits, third in total bases on the year as well. He grounded out 4-3 in the second. He's now at the plate facing a 2-2 count with two out and no one on here in the top of the fourth. Scoreless BYU in Nebraska takes away for ball three. The count is full. Shanneman yet to issue a base on balls. It's 3-2 to Sapiti. And Sapiti stays alive in the count, fouls it to the screen. Three and two, we stay for Ryan Sapiti. Sapiti has an on-base streak of seven games coming into today. His on-base last night was a hit-by-pitch on an 0-for-2 night. And Sapiti will hit it in the air to right. Right fielder coming in toward the line. Gets into foul territory. Makes the catch on the run. Another three-up, three-down inning for BYU. So Sapiti is retired on the fly out to right. Top of the fourth, no runs, no hits, no errors, no one left on. Bottom four we go. We're halfway home in this seven-inning doubleheader. It's 0-0. Kooks and Cornhuskers on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is BYU Baseball. Now back to the ballpark and the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Max Anderson, third baseman, leads off the Nebraska fourth and takes outside from Ryan Brady for ball one. Through three and a half, we are scoreless. Last night's game stayed scoreless till the seventh. The only run was scored in Nebraska's 1-0 win. The 1-0 from Brady. Kicks and fires and breaking ball at 76 miles an hour. Drops into the zone for strike one. Ryan Brady's curveball right there. Pays off with a strike. The 1-1. Hits the gas for 92 miles an hour outside and low for ball two. Two and one. To Max Anderson. Anderson has the only fielding error of this game after a perfect night fielding at third base, and he had many challenging opportunities last night. Saved hits. Well, that's good contact. Opposite field to right. Right fielder going back and is going to watch it go over the wall. Sapiti sees it fly into the BYU bullpen for the first run of this game. It's a home run from Max Anderson. Opposite field and got up into the jet stream. The wind carrying it to right and carried it over the wall. In right field, Nebraska takes the 1-0 lead. First dinger of this series comes courtesy of the Huskers, and Max Anderson goes yard 
to make it 1-0 Nebraska. Max Anderson with his third home run and 17th RBI of the year. One nothing Huskers. Griffin Everett will now bat. He reached with a base on balls in the second inning, extending his on-base streak to 10 consecutive games. Anderson's home run to the opposite field into the wind. The wind blowing out to right with the wind at its back. It was back to the wall for Sapiti, and then watching it go over and into the BYU bullpen. one nothing Nebraska. From the bottom of the fourth, Cornhuskers take the lead on the solo shot from Max Anderson. Did it with his glove last night. Does it with his bat early in this one. A swing and a miss on a 1-0 count to Everett. One and one. The count is even. Ryan Brady giving up his third home run of the season with that solo shot from Anderson. So one nothing Nebraska. Bottom four. We're going seven here in the first of two. Brady kicks and fires. Tex Wayne called strike. One ball, two strikes. No one out for Nebraska here in the fourth inning. Lead runner reaching in the second. Or lead hitter reaching in the second. And lead hitter scoring on a round tripper here in the fourth. The one-two and just misses for ball two. Two balls, two strikes. It's cold and windy here in Lincoln this afternoon. But plenty of fans in the stands. Now, they're wise Midwesterners. They're all bundled up. And sunshine seating is at a premium here today, but it's a chilly one here at Haymarket Park. And that's a breaking ball fouled back to the screen. Counts uh, two and two. Two balls, two strikes, no one out, no one on for Nebraska. They've taken the lead with the Max Anderson home run to right field. And that's where the wind is blowing out to right. The north wind here in Lincoln. Brady faces, winds up, and delivers. Outside, Reuter tried to frame and tug it in, but doesn't get the call. It'll be three balls and two strikes. Colin Reuter behind the plate in game one. Mason Strong, another good freshman catcher for BYU, will be crouching in the second of two. The wind-up and delivery from Brady, and he hit him. Got him inside and clipped his elbow. So Griffin Everett. We'll take a no-out walk, an HBP, beg your pardon. Hit by a pitch, we'll put Everett. It was going to be a walk either way. It was high and tight, but I think it clipped him. It did indeed, officially. So an HBP followed by a home run. And Ryan Brady's laboring just a little bit here. He's down one nothing is all, but Cougars have only two hits through 13 innings of play in this series. Nick Wimmers, who drove in last night's only run, hits with a man on first and no one out. He sacrificed in the second. Will he be asked to do the same? Yep, he's squared, but he pulls back and takes strike one. So in the second, it was Everett reaching on a base on balls, and Wimmers sacrificed him over with a really well-laid-down bunt. And here in the fourth, it's Everett on base with a hit-by-pitch, and Wimmers was looking to sacrifice him over again. The 0-1, the square, drops it down right in front of the plate. Collecting is Brady, fires to first to get Wimmers and a second consecutive successful sacrifice for Wimmers as advancing to second is Everett with now one out here in the bottom of the fourth. So a runner in scoring position for Bryce Matthews who in the same position in the second struck out swinging. So the fourth inning is recreating the second with the exception of the fact that the lead, the lead batter in this inning went yard for Nebraska to make it 1-0. So Wimmers at second on the sacrifice bunt. Griffin Everett on second on the bunt by a sacrifice by Wimmers. And now Matthews hits. Bryce Matthews 0 for 1. And he lays down the bunt, third baseline. Charging, barehanding his Denning. Fires to first. Nice play gets... The runner at first, Matthews, who laid down a nice bunt, but now two are out, advancing Everett to third base. That'll be a 5-3 ground out on the bunt attempt by Matthews. 
advancing Everett to third. So there would be second run for Nebraska's 90 feet away. Hitting with two out is Core Jackson. Jackson ended the fourth in his first at bat. Grounding out to Alex Sardina at first base. Nebraska 1, BYU 0 here in the bottom of the fourth. A seven-inning doubleheader. And now it'll be a conference on the mound. Interim head coach Trent Pratt making the stroll out. Trent looks toward the bullpen. But hasn't made a call yet. This may just be a conversation for Ryan. So Brady, Coach Pratt, the rest of the infield gathered on the mound. Talking this one over in a 1-0 ball game. Nebraska one run on two hits. They've committed the only fielding error. BYU no runs, one hit. No errors. Now home plate umpire Tim Farwig will stroll on out, and that will prompt Trent Pratt to make the call to the bullpen. It'll be a PZ printing pitching change for BYU. Ryan Brady's day is done after three and two-thirds innings of work. We'll tell you who new BYU's new pitcher is after this 60-second break on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. For more BYU baseball, let's rejoin the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. It's a PZ Printing pitching change for BYU, brought to you by PZ Printing. PZ Printing, nothing inspires like print. After three and two-thirds innings of work, Ryan Brady's day is done. He's given up two hits, one run. It was earned. It came on a home run in this inning. He walked one, struck out two, and threw 54 pitches in his time on the bump. It brings into the game Cy Nielsen. The southpaw, Cy, making his 15th appearance. And by so doing, becomes officially the busiest pitcher on the BYU roster this season. No one's made more appearances than the big southpaw. So Cy Nielsen in for his 15th appearance. He's pitched 15 and one-thirds innings, giving up less than a hit per inning. 13 hits given up by Cy. Nine runs, eight of them earned, and a robust 8-1 to one Strikeout to walk ratio, 16 Ks to two free passes issued. He's given up two home runs on the year. Cy is a 4.70 ERA. His record is officially 1-0. and And Cy Nielsen enters a game that BYU trails by a score of 1-0. We're in the bottom of the fourth and a runner on third for the Cornhuskers. That runner on third is Griffin Everett. Was hit by a pitch. And then back-to-back bunts moved him from second, or to second, and then third. Core Jackson will now hit. Lefty v. Lefty. It's Coach Pratt making the change to face the left-handed bat of Core Jackson. Cy Nielsen kicks and fires, and that's a swing and a miss from Jackson on the first pitch he sees from Cy. Nielsen off speed to get Jackson out in front. Strike one. The 0-1. And that's chopper foul. Back to the screen. So Cy comes in. And the first battery faces is in an 0-2 hole. We'll see what Cy chooses to do here on the 0-2. Maybe get court to chase. Something well outside the zone. He's got a runner dancing off third in Everett. 1-0 Nebraska, bottom four. The kick and fire from Cy, and that's high for ball one. So smart pitch there on the 0-2. It was 91 miles per hour. Around the shoulders. The 1-2. That's fouled to the netting. Stays 1-2. and two. Core Jackson. 0-3 last night, and 0-1 today. Almost half of his 14 hits on the year. Six of 14 hits are extra base hits. The shortstop, Core Jackson. Lefty v. Lefty here. He of the crouching batting style. His stance is low into the ground, and that'll be again chopped and off his foot this time. Fouled out of the box and rolling to the padding. Stays one and two. Hawksfield at Haymarket Park. Capacity 84-86. Nebraska's been a perennial attendance leader in collegiate baseball. Top 15 the last eight seasons. They were sixth nationally last year. And they're in the top 10 at around 4,900 per game this year. 
well-supported baseball program. The one-two, Cy winds up and delivers, and did he get him? The ball's back to the screen, wild at any rate, and a run will score. The runner from third comes in on the wild pitch. I thought for a moment it clipped the batter, Jackson. The umpire didn't signal hit, hit, uh, hit batsman, which would have been the best-case scenario. would have kept arguably Everett at third. As it was, as I waited for the call, the ball got away from Reuter, and coming in from third is Everett scoring on the wild pitch. And the wild pitch makes it 2-0 Nebraska. Back to the count on Core Jackson. It's 2-2. Two and two. Almost hit Jackson and then got away from Reuter. Two balls, two strikes, two outs. Now the base is clear, but a second run is in. And that's lifted opposite field to left field. Dawson Hall will battle the wind and watch it into his mitt, and that'll be it. But wow, a run scores without the benefit of a hit. Well, check that. The second run scores without the benefit of a hit. The inning was let off by a home run, and then it was hit by pitch, sacrifice bunt, a bunt, and a wild pitch. And those things combined make it 2-0 Nebraska after four. For Nebraska in the bottom of the fourth, two runs on one hit. There were no errors and no one left on. We go top five, BYU down 2-0 here on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. For more BYU baseball, let's rejoin the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Top of the fifth. And squaring is Austin Deming. Pulls back and they'll appeal it first. It'll be ball one to Deming. He's got a hoodie ducking out from the top of his gray jersey on this cool afternoon in Lincoln. 1-0 becomes 2-0 to Deming. BYU just one hit through nine innings last night and four innings this afternoon. One last night and one today, so two through 13 innings. That 2-0 offering skips away from the catcher low and away. So three balls and no strikes from Shanneman to Deming, who's looking for a lead runner down two suddenly. That was a two-run inning for Nebraska in the fourth. A home run. And then the Cornhuskers just cobbled together their next run with a hit-by-pitch, a couple of bunts, and a wild pitch, bringing home Griffin Everett with run number two after Max Anderson went yard to lead off the inning. The 3-1, and they'll appeal. It'll be a ball as he held back his swing to Deming. It'll be a five-pitch walk by Dem. So the lead runner is on for BYU here in the fifth. Austin Deming reaches on a base on balls. That's the first walk issued by Nebraska pitching today. Just the second base runner for BYU comes in the fifth. The Cougars led off the third with Alex Sardina singling and advancing to second on a throwing error, but he was stranded there. And now the lead batter is on here in the fifth and taking strike one is Josh Cowden, the DH. So Deming is on first with a base on balls. Jo- uh, Austin's now reached in 10 of his last 15 plate appearances. The 0-1 to Cowden. Ooh, and that almost brushes the belt buckle inside for ball one. There's a breaking ball at 79 miles per hour. The 1-1. No one out, one on for BYU. And Cowden pops it up to short center. Center fielder running in and makes the catch. Lifts the glove high above the head to make that catch. That's almost the second time he's overrun a ball today. And, and again, it's tough to blame anyone in the outfield because once that ball gets up into this strong wind, anything can happen. But it's a fly out to center for Cowden, so the runner stays at first. So runner not advancing. It's now first base and one out for Alex Sardina. Sardina singled. It would have been an infield single. In the third, got to second on the E5, and it takes inside for ball one from Shanneman. Shanneman just threw his 46th pitch. Pretty economical. Sardina hitting 250 with runners on. He's got a runner on first, and two balls delivered from Shanneman to Sardina. Sardina, the first baseman. Ten hits on the year. Has nine RBI on his ten hits. Sardi hitting 278. That's a sharp grounder to short. The fire to second is wide. And runners will be on the corners and maybe second and third. Sardina digging hard for second. The runner will be held to third. Deming 
as that simple little play from shortstop to second baseman resulted in a wide throw. It should have been a double play to end the inning. Instead, it's second and third and one out. The shortstop, Cord Jackson, with a simple little play to make it second to start the DP, and he threw it wide of Matthews at second. The ball rolled all the way into right field, and Sardina made it to second as Deming advances to third. And so for the second time today, Sardina is the beneficiary of a fielding error. And the only two errors have come on plays started by Sardina in the batter's box. So Sardi at second. On an E6. That could have been a 6-4-3 DP and likely should have, and maybe should have been. But a play you never see go awry because he had plenty of time and just missed it. Core Jackson just blew the throw to second. And so Sardina officially reaching fielder's choice and advancing to second on the throwing error, the E6. So fielder's choice reach, E6 for the advance to second as Deming will go first to third on the E6. That's two fielding errors for Nebraska today after they were clean last night. This may help BYU get back in the game. Brian Call will now pinch hit for Colin Reuter in the eighth spot. And so now it's a left-handed bat and back-to-back left-handed bats at the back of the order with Brian Call pinch hitting. And it's taken high for ball one from Shanneman. So Nebraska in a spot of trouble and not by Shanneman's doing. I mean, he did issue the base on balls, but then things have gone haywire since. One out, two on, and Call will take inside for ball two. Two and oh to Brian Call. Just the 17th at-bat of the season for Brian. Three hits on the year. The 2-0. The take high for ball three. So you'd think Brian's taking here. And if Shannon doesn't pipe it in, it'll be bases loaded, one out. And BYU's been an excellent bases loaded team this season. The 3-0. Caught the outside edge. Stays alive in the count to Shanneman. Three balls and a strike to Brian Call. Call pinch hitting for Colin Reuter here in the top of the fifth. BYU down 2-0. And time is of the essence. It's only a seven-inning game. First of two today. The 3-1. And it's a walk. Ball four low. And the Cougs have the bases loaded. So Call reaching on a bases on, on base on balls. First base was open. So now it is Deming at third. Sardina at second. Reuter at first. And Dawson Hall, the freshman left fielder, will now hit with the bases loaded. BYU on the year, 385 with the sacks stacked. 20 for 52 on the year in bases loaded situations. The Cougars excel in this spot where they struggled in this spot last year. It's been a major difference in their productivity this time around. Hall will take as Shanneman goes 93 miles an hour down Main Street for strike one. Dawson Hall won for his last 14 at the plate. The one hit was a two-run home run last weekend. And now time is called. We are in the top of the fifth. It's Nebraska 2, BYU 0. Nebraska with two runs on two hits. BYU no runs on one hit, but the bases are loaded. Deming at third, Sardina second, and Reuter at first. And ball one on the 0-1 delivery to Hall. The count is now even. Dawson Hall making his fifth consecutive start at left field. He's a left-handed bat, and so if he turns on this, the wind out to right could be a factor. The 1-1. Stepping off is Shanneman. Shea Shanneman working first base side of the rubber. Bends slightly at the waist. Now comes set. The 1-1 kick and fire. Breaking ball called strike two. A fly ball could score Deming. One out, and bases loaded for BYU in a two-run game. Inside, almost brushed the thighs of Dawson Hall. Two balls, two strikes. The count goes even. Two and two, one out, and three on. Bases loaded. 
Deming on third. Sardina on second. Brian Call on first. Call pinch hit for Ruder and took a base on balls. And that will be a seeing eye single through the left side. Deming will score. Rounding third and coming around to score. It'll be held. Sardina then comes home. The throw got away from the catcher. The Cougars tie the game as Sardi comes home. And now it's second and third with Call going to third and Dawson Hall to second on the ball that gets away from the catcher. They were going to hold Sardi. But then when the ball got away, they sent him home. And just like that, BYU ties the game at two. Deming scores from third. Sardi comes around to score from second. Dawson Hall with a single to left field, scores two. And BYU ties the game in the top of the fifth. Dawson Hall at second. And Brian Call at third. And still just one out. And it's now the top of the order, Ozzie Pratt. With Brock Watkins on deck, BYU's tied the game at two. BYU two runs on two hits. Nebraska two runs on two hits. That's popped up, foul out of play. One and one. So Deming was going to score on the single to left by Hall. Sardina was being held, came home on the ball that got away from the catcher. They're calling it a throwing error on the left fielder. Pratt lifts it to center field. Tagging his call. He's going to come home on the short fly to center. The cutoff made. The relay not in time, and the Cougars take the lead. Sacrifice fly by Ozzie Pratt. Brian Call comes home with the go-ahead run. BYU 3 and Nebraska 2 here in the top of the fifth. Dawson Hall holding at second. Ozzie Pratt drives home the Cougars' third run of the inning. And for Ozzie, that's RBI number six on the year. The sacrifice fly and not a really deep fly, but the call to send Call home pays off for BYU. BYU three here in the top of the fifth to go on top. 3-2 BYU. What an answer. After Nebraska scored two in the bottom of the fourth and the ball gets away, wild pitch skips away from... The catcher Everett allowing Dawson Hall to advance to third. Dawson Hall, who with a single to left, brought home Austin Deming with BYU's first run. Sardina scored on a throwing error from the left fielder. And then scoring on a sacrifice fly was Call. A one-hopper to the shortstop from Brock Watkins, and that'll do it. The 6-3 ground out, but BYU scores three in the top of the fifth. BYU three runs on a single hit. There was an error, and there were there was one runner left on. We'll take a break. We'll go to the bottom of the fifth. BYU three, Nebraska two on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. For more BYU baseball, let's rejoin the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Bottom of the fifth here in Lincoln. And the Cougars have gone from down 2-0 to leading 3-2 with a three-run top of the fifth. Bottom five, and Luke Sartori will lead off for Nebraska. Cy Nielsen stays on the hill. Got the final out in the fourth. The laid-down bunt, the bare hand charge by Deming. The fire, what a play! Gets the out at first. Austin Deming, the bare hand fire, racing up that third baseline to field the bunt and throw to Sardina in time to get Sartori. Well done by Austin Deming. And one gone here in the bottom of the fifth. Jack Style now hits. One gone, bottom five of a seven-inning doubleheader. Seven-inning first game of a twin bill. Cy Nielsen pipes it in at 92 but low for ball one. 1-0 to Jack Style. Style with a single. It was stranded in the third. Jack swing. And appeal at first. No dice. It'll be two balls and no strikes to Style. Austin Deming led off the fifth with a base on balls. And he came around to score the first run of the game on a Dawson Hall single to left. A throwing error allowed Sardina to score. 
And then a sacrifice fly by Ozzie Pratt brought in Brian Call, who pinch hit for Colin Reuter. That pinch hit decision paying off as it goes lefty v. righty. The Cougars score those three runs to take a 3-2 lead. Three balls and a strike now, by the way, from Nielsen to start to style, hitting with one out here in the bottom of the fifth. Tenth game all time between BYU and Nebraska. Cornhuskers lead the series 6-3. And that'll be a full count as Sai goes breaking ball at 83 for strike two. Three balls, two strikes, one out, no one on. Jack Style, the nine-hitter, the first baseman. Hits with one out. And takes it in around the kneecaps, and that'll be ball four. So Sai loses Style. And there'll be a base on balls with one out for the Cornhuskers here in the bottom of the fifth. Cougars have action in the bullpen. Reed McLaughlin is up. Cooper McKeon is up. McLaughlin the righty. Coop the lefty. Cy Nielsen, another southpaw, is on the hill with one out and one on. Dancing off first is Style. And top of the order, Cam Chick, the left-handed bat, will dig in against Cy. BYU 3, Nebraska 2. Cougs go on top with 3 in the top of this inning. We're in the bottom of the 5th now, and Nebraska playing catch-up. Cougs were scoreless last night on one hit. They have 3 runs on 2 hits today. So, through 14 innings of offensive work, it's 3 runs and 3 hits for BYU. For right now, that's enough. Here in Game 1 of 2. Nice pitch by Cy at 91 around the kneecaps for 1 strike to match the one ball with one out and one on. We're in Lincoln, Nebraska. On a mostly sunny day, but cool and windy. Sigh from the stretch. And that's striped foul on the ground down the first baseline. One ball, two strikes. Austin Deming at third. Brock Watkins at second, Ozzie, uh, Brock Watkins at short, Ozzie Pratt at second, and Alex Sardina in place of Jacob Wilk, who was a batting practice scratch for BYU today. Late adjustment in the lineup. Batting is Chick. 1-2, the count. Side comes set. Ruder sets outside. Not Ruder, beg your pardon, but the uh, change behind the plate made with... Ruder being pinch hit for by Brian Call. Mason Strong is now catching. Strong will start game two. That was the plan. So it looks like he'll go the last few innings here and then start game two if all goes as scripted. One, two, check and no at third base. Cougars thought and hoped that Chick had gone through and put the barrel past his front hip, but not the case. As judged. And we'll stay two and two. One out, one on. Tying run on the base pass. Go ahead, run at the plate for Nebraska. That's a swinging strikeout. And they'll back pick and just miss him at first. His strong fire to Sardina, but diving back ahead of it was style. But the important thing is Chick is retired on the swinging strikeout. Cy gets him down with a frontwards K. It'll bring up Garrett Anglum. Anglum hits with two out and one on. In a game, BYU leads 3-2. Due up for the Cougs, McIntyre, Sapiti, and Deming in the sixth. This is a seven-inning game, the first of two. Today here in Lincoln. Trent Pratt will walk on out to the mound. Cy Nielsen came in with two out in the fourth. Got the last out of the fourth. Has two outs here in the fifth. It was Brady. Replaced by Nielsen, and Cy's work is done. A friendly pat and a job well done from Trent Pratt, and Cy will exit. We'll have a PZ printing pitching change. Looks like Cooper McKeon will enter next for BYU. If so, it'll be left-hander followed by left-hander into the game for BYU. And so it is, and it's Cooper McKeon coming up next for BYU on the mound. We'll take a 60-second break on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. For more BYU baseball, let's rejoin the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. PZ Printing Pitching Change brought to you by PZ Printing. PZ Printing, nothing inspires like print. It was Ryan Brady to start. Cy Nielsen 
out of the pen. And now Cooper McKeon out of the bullpen. Back-to-back lefties in relief of Brady. Cooper McKeon, the 6'1", 195-pound sophomore from North Carolina, enters the game. Coop will give you a fastball in the high 80s to low 90s, topping around 94. A curve in the high 70s and a change, which is a good new developed pitch for Coop in the mid-80s. That curve is absolutely knee-buckling when it's going, and it's been going this season. It challenges both hitter and catcher, and catcher is Mason Strong, having replaced Colin Reuter behind the plate. So Cooper McKeon in the game for BYU. The Cougs lead the Cornhuskers by a score of 3-2. We're in the bottom of the fifth inning. It's a seven-inning game one of two here in Lincoln. Cooper McKeon on the bump, making his 14th appearance of the year, 1.50 ERA, 12 innings pitched, only five hits allowed, two runs both earned, 20 strikeouts to six bases on balls. A runner on first. And McKeon's first pitch is low for ball one at 92 miles per hour. So two out and a runner on for Nebraska. That runner is Jack Style, reached with a one-out walk here in the fifth. Bottom five. Garrett Anglum facing McKeon, the 1-0. He fouls it off the fist back to the screen, does Anglum. Anglum flew out to right field in the first, popped up to the pitcher in the third, and hits now in the fifth. Three for his last 22, but on a seven-game on-base streak coming into today. The right fielder, Anglum, 1-1. It's high for ball two. So the left-hander, McKeon, Resets his cap and looks for the sign from Mason Strong. Ruder began the game at catcher. Strong replacing him, and that was slated to start game two behind the plate. Coop from the stretch, the 2-1. That will pop to the leather, and at 81 miles per hour, that's called strike two. Two and two, the count even. Fine pitch by McKeon to square the count. Two balls, two strikes, two out, one on in a one-run game. BYU a losing record in one-run games this year. Looking to fix that or add more runs to their tally. And that's a swing and a miss. It's a drop third strike, but the tag is made, and that'll do it. Coop gets the job done here in the bottom of the fifth for Nebraska. Bottom five, no runs, no hits, no errors. There was a runner left on. We go top six, BYU three, Nebraska two on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is BYU Baseball. Now back to the ballpark and the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Top of the sixth, Mitch McIntyre leads off the Cougars sixth. Shea Shanneman's gone all the way, working into his sixth inning. The right-handed Nebraska starter goes behind 1-0. Evens it up at 1-1 one one on the taken strike by McIntyre. Mitch caught looking in the first, flew out to center in the fourth. 0 for 2 today. BYU's on-base percentage leader squares and sees it come through the zone at strike two. As he let it go, one ball, two strikes. Off speed at 80 miles per hour from Shanneman. The wind blowing out to right on this mostly sunny day and a brisk day in Lincoln. That's a second caught looking strikeout for McIntyre today. He trudges back to the dugout on a backwards K. Second K of the day. Third strikeout of the series for McIntyre in the batter's box. Now batting the right fielder, so Sapiti will now hit. Mitch McIntyre's series so far. Looking to get on track. He's 0 for 6 with three strikeouts. Sapiti takes around the chest. Leans back for ball one. First in RBI with 27 on the year is Sapiti. And evens the count on the called strike on the take of pitch number two. Was breaking at 76 for strike one. The 1-1. One, one. 
change up and Brian gets out in front of that and swings and misses. One ball and two strikes now to Sapiti. Sapiti is 0 for 4 in the series with an HBP. Does have that seven game streak of reaching base safely that is in play. And we're in the sixth of seven innings, so not sure how many more at-bats Sapiti will get, if any, if he doesn't reach here. And that's another backwards K. That's two strikeouts to start the sixth. Both of them are BYU batters caught looking, and it'll bring up Austin Deming with two gone and no one on. Deming got things going for BYU in the fifth. That three-run fifth all began with Austin Deming drawing a walk. And after a flyout from Cowden, Alex Sardina hit a routine grounder that could have been a 4-6-3 DP, but a throwing error brought Deming around to third, and he was then brought home on a single to left, an RBI single from Dawson Hall. A further throwing error allowed Sardina to score, tying the game at two, and then an Ozzie Pratt sacrifice fly brought Brian Call home with the third run of the inning. And on a 2-0 count, a taken strike by Deming for two balls and one strike to Dem here in the top of the sixth. It's BYU 3, Nebraska 2. The crooked number inning for BYU in the fifth, answering the crooked number inning from Nebraska in the bottom of the fourth. Another strike taken by Deming. Three ball, uh, two balls, two strikes, two outs, no one on. Nebraska's two in the fourth, answered by BYU's three in the fifth. Grounded to the shortstop on the run. Jackson handles, fires, and the pick is made off not a great throw. Jack Style at first with a great pick. Took it out of the dirt to get Deming on the 6-3 ground out, but not routine by any stretch after the throw from Jackson was wild. But a good pick, and that'll do it. BYU three up, three down in the sixth. We go bottom six for BYU. No runs, no hits, no errors, no one left on. BYU three, Nebraska two. Bottom of the sixth next on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. For more BYU baseball, let's rejoin the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Cooper McKeon bounces ball one into Max Anderson to lead off the Nebraska sixth. It's a seven-inning first game of two here this afternoon. BYU 3, Nebraska 2. The Cornhuskers struggle offensively Sunday. One run on two hits against Rutgers. Last night, one run on three hits against BYU, but they won. And today, two runs on two hits through through five for Nebraska. That's high for ball two from Cooper McKeon. Third pitcher used today. The Southpaw McKeon. Second straight left-hander out of the pen. For interim head coach Trent Pratt. Trent Pratt, the only lefty available in the pen today would be Boston Mabius. The 2-0 from McKeon. Kicks and fires, and that's high for ball three. So three straight balls for Cooper here. I don't want to put the lead runner on here in a one-run game. BYU is noted uh, losing record in one-run games. Three and four is BYU's record in one-run games. Coop's got to throw a strike here. Max Anderson takes and takes strike one. Coop gets it on the outside edge. The 3-1 from McKeon. And that is a foul ball and just foul down the first baseline. Fans kind of ooing and on because that's going to be a double into the right field corner if it's called fair, but it was just foul. And three and two, the count will go to Max Anderson. Nebraska also a losing record in one-run games, four and five. It was a one-run game last night. Nebraska won 1-0. It's a one-run game today. BYU's up 3-2, bottom six. Just one inning left to play. Should this go extras, the second inning, second game would then move to seven innings and not nine. And that's a walk. That was high and tight, and Cooper McKeon puts the lead batter on for Nebraska. The tying run is on the base pass. The go-ahead run is at the plate as Griffin Everett will dig in. The catcher, Griffin Everett. So no one out for BYU here in the bottom of the sixth. Nebraska at the plate. 
The Cougs haven't turned a double play yet today, and BYU is a top 10 team nationally in double plays turned. What a good time this would be for one. BYU's up 3-2, runner on first, no one out, bottom six of a seven-inning game. Cooper winds up and delivers, and low for ball one. McKean having a tough time finding the zone at the moment, 94 miles per hour on the miss. Griffin Everett. The Nebraska leader in hits and homers and RBI and total bases, just the guy they want at the plate in this situation. Hits in seven of his last nine games and has the tying run at first. No one out here in the sixth. The 1-0 from McKeon. The wind-up and delivery, and that's low and outside. Two balls, no strikes to Griffin Everett. A walk in the second and a hit-by-pitch in the fourth. So without an official at-bat today, but he's reached twice. And now pitching coach Michael Bradshaw will join catcher Mason Strong in conversing with left-handed pitcher Cooper McKeon. Tense situation here in Lincoln. BYU 3, Nebraska 2, bottom of the sixth. No one out, and the lead runner on for the Cornhuskers in Max Anderson. Griffin Everett had one of Nebraska's three hits last night and scored the only run of last night's game. He's reached base in 10 consecutive games, and he hits now in a one-run game, getting late here in Lincoln. Middle of the afternoon, but late in this seven-inning game. Seven inning in the first, seven innings in the first, and nine for the second. That's the schedule. But again, should the first game go extras of any length, the second game would then shrink down to seven innings. Doubleheader play today here at Haymarket Park. The 2-0. McKeon kicks and fires, and it's lifted in the air to right. Sapiti hard run toward the line, and he will not catch up to it, but it lands in foul territory in the right field corner. Sapiti goes down hard in the right field corner, and he is slow to get up. Sapiti running hard toward the padded fencing in that right field corner, and he knocked a fence, oh, he knocked a swinging gate open. He's going to close it himself. He ran so hard into that padded fencing, he swung the gate open with the momentum of his body as he chased that fair, uh, foul ball into the right field corner, but it landed in foul territory. The catch not made, but a strike is recorded. Mitch McIntyre has come all the way over from center to check on his buddy in right, and Ryan's going to be okay after making that long run and collision with the swinging gate in the right field corner in foul territory. He's okay. And Coop's okay because he's back in the count with two and one. The count to Everett. The runner on first is Anderson. Would they run him? BYU leads three to two. Bottom six. No one out. One on. Two on the count. The kick and fire from McKeon and a check swing strike. Count evens at two and two. Two big strikes from McKeon after going down two and oh. Anderson on the base pass this year. Two for three on stolen base tries. Anderson's at first. Griffin's in the box. Two balls, two strikes. McKeon bends at the waist. Now goes upright and comes set. Delivers, and that's laced foul down the first baseline. Bounces off the fencing in front of the tarpaulin down there. Ball then rebounds into foul territory, but retrievable. A BYU player will leave the dugout. Retrieve and toss to the kids on the berm. And we'll reset here. Two and two. No one out, one man on in a one-run game. Cougs lead the Huskers 3-2 here in Lincoln. We're bottom six of seven. And McKeon pops the leather outside for ball three. The count is full. On deck, Nick Wimmers, who had the only RBI last night and has scored a second of Nebraska's two runs here today. Heart of the order up and no one out. Coog's in a bit of a jam. Three balls, two strikes to Everett. Anderson on first. Righty in the box, lefty on the hill. 
Cooper winds up and delivers. Grounder, Ozzy, nice handle. Back to second for one. The throw to first double play. And the Cougs go from one man on and no one out to the bases clear. And two gone, a double play turned by BYU, one of the country's leaders in double plays turned. In fact, coming into last night, Nebraska had hit into one double play in the last 11 games. And now it's double plays last night and again today. The Cougars turn two at a most opportune time. Great pick by Pratt, the second baseman, to Brock Watkins at second for one. And the fire to Sardina at first for two. The 4-6-3 DP big outs there. Two out and no one on for BYU here in the bottom of the sixth. Defensive play of the day right there for the Cougs. It started with Ozzie Pratt making a nice play. It was a hot shot grounder. Had to be secure on the pickup. And then a solid fire to Brock, and then a slide, and a fire to first, and that's a 4-6-3. BYU the 3-2 lead. And now two out, no one on. Nick Wimmer's at the plate. He's the tying run at the plate, but the base paths are clear. That could be a game changer, what we just saw right there. And again, a simple little throw to second, but we saw how that backfired for Nebraska. In the, eight, in the fifth inning and let all things go sideways in a three-run inning for BYU. And that could have been a 4-6-3 or a 6-4-3 to end the inning for Nebraska in the fifth. But instead, the simple little relay from shortstop to second baseman got away, and the rest of the inning proceeded with the Cougars marching runners across the plate. In this count, it's two balls and no strikes, by the way, to Nick Wimmers. McKeon's got to get back in this count. But the Cougars 4-6-3 here in the sixth, instrumental for the moment. And that's low. So Coop falls behind 3-0. And you'd have to be thinking Wimmers will take. Doesn't have the, uh, the pedigree or the portfolio this year to say he gets a green light at 3-0. BYU 3, Nebraska 2, the 3-0 count. And that'll be a take. And that's a four-pitch walk. So... Uh, Walk will be taken, and Wimmers was pinch hit for there by Gabe Swanson. Swanson took the at-bat of Wimmers, and so Swanson walks and is now pinch run for. So there'll be a pinch runner, Tyler Palmer. After Swanson hit in the place of Wimmers, And now Palmer on the base pass with the tying run. And that'll do it. It'll be a PZ printing pitching change for BYU. Cooper McKeon's day is done with BYU in front, 3-2. It's a PZ printing pitching change brought to you by PZ Printing. Nothing inspires like print. We'll tell you who's on the mound next for BYU after a 60-second break on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is BYU Baseball. Now back to the ballpark and the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Pitcher for BYU is the closer, Reed McLaughlin. And he enters with two outs in the bottom of the sixth of a seven-inning game. Reed McLaughlin, BYU's saves leader. Five saves on the year, a 3.60 ERA, a one-on-one record, making his 15th appearance. The right-hander on the hill with the orange glove on his left hand is Reed McLaughlin. So Reed 15 innings pitched, 19 hits allowed, 11 runs, but only six earned. He struck out 14 and walked five. So 14 Ks in his 15 innings of work. And Reed will face Bryce Matthews. Matthews today 0 for 2, strikeout in the second and a ground out in the fourth. Matthews on the year, hitting 239. Hitting 170 with runners on, and he's got a runner on. Tyler Palmer, pinch runner at first, a swing and a miss from Matthews. Gabe Swanson, pinch hit for Nick Wimmers and took a base on balls with two out here in the sixth. The inning began with a walk, but that runner was erased on a 4-6-3 DP. Another walk, and that brings McLaughlin into the game. Matthews, 0-1. Palmer takes his lead and strike two. Reed McLaughlin's first two pitches are strikes against Matthews. Can this be a quick 
sixth for McLaughlin. That was 96 miles per hour for the taken strike. The 0-2, what will Reed do? Kick and fire, grounder to Brock, handle, settle, fire, and a third out. The 6-3 takes the Cougars to the seventh. Nebraska in the bottom of the sixth. No runs, no hits, no errors, a runner left on. We go top seven, the final inning of a seven-inning game with the Cougars leading 3-2 on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. For more BYU baseball, let's rejoin the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Discount Tire presents On the Rubber, a look at both teams' pitching numbers through six innings. We'll get you those pitching numbers as we get the first pitch to Josh Cowden here in the seventh. For BYU, six innings on the hill, two hits, two runs, both earned, four walks, four strikeouts, a wild pitch and hit batter in 98 pitches for BYU. Cowden fouls it out of play for one and one. That's BYU's pitching line, Nebraska's pitching line through six. Two hits, three runs, none of them earned. Two bases on balls, four strikeouts, and a wild pitch, and everything from Shea Shanneman. Shanneman's gone all the way. He's into the seventh. And goes off speed. The breaking ball, 79 miles per hour. Taken four strike by Josh Cowden. One ball, two strikes to Josh. That's on the rubber. Brought to you by Discount Tire. Discount Tire, let's get you taken care of. Opposite field grounder to Anderson. Handles it and then fires high to first. And keeping a toe down with style at first base on the high throw from Max Anderson. As good as Anderson was last night, he's been a little shakier today, including a throwing error. And that was high. But forced style to go tiptoe and keep a toe down to get Cowden racing down the first baseline. But it is one out for BYU here in the top of the seven. This is a seven-inning game. First of two today, and that's a breaking ball in for strike one, dropping into the zone on Alex Sardina. Sardina, one of the main players today, lifts it in the air to short right, short enough that the second baseman will go back and catch it on the dirt. So too quickly out for BYU here in the top of the seventh inning. A ground out 5-3 by Cowden and a pop-up to the second baseman bringing Mason Strong into the eight hole. Strong replaced Colin Reuter behind the plate and Strong was slated to start game two behind the plate. And he'll take ball one. So one ball, no strikes, two out, no one on. BYU leading Nebraska 3-2, top of the seventh. And that's a swing and a miss. Strike one for Strong. So Mason Strong hitting here in the seventh. First game scheduled for seven, second for nine. And that's another swinging strike for Strong. Count goes to one and two with two gone and no one on in the top of the seventh. Nebraska down to its final three outs, needing to find at least one run. Nebraska fans get into it on the one-two, and that's a swinging strikeout. We'll go to the bottom of the seventh. BYU a one-run lead to the bottom of the seventh. Nebraska's potential final at-bats are coming up next. For BYU, no runs, no hits, no errors in the top of the frame. We go bottom seven. 3-2 BYU on the new skin. BYU Sports Network. This is BYU Baseball. Now back to the ballpark and the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Seventh inning stretch has been brought to you by Mountain America. Mountain America, the official credit union of BYU Athletics. It's a seven-inning game, the first of two today. We go to the bottom of the seventh, BYU nursing a one-run lead. And the closer, Reed McLaughlin on the hill. First batter he will face, the left-handed bat of Core Jackson. Strike one outside edge for Reed at 94 miles per hour. Heater, paint job, strike one to Jackson. Jackson grounded out and flied out in his first two at-bats. Strong sets up outside, and Reed hits the target. But far enough outside for ball one. One ball, one strike, mid-90s again from Reed. The 1-1 one, one to Jackson. That hunched over batting stance. Opposite field grounder to Deming. Handles it off the hop. Fires to first. One gone. It's a 5-3 ground out and one gone here in the bottom of the seventh. BYU two outs away from evening the series at a game apiece. Luke Sartori will now hit. Luke 
One gone, no one on. Huskers down to their final two outs. Ooh, and the first pitch to Sartori is a plunk. Caught him on the elbow pad of his left arm, and that will put a man on the tying run on the base pass. Now, last inning, BYU got that key double play at a most opportune time, and a double play now would end this one. So Sartori, after a pair of 5-3 ground outs, reaches on an HBP here in the bottom of the seventh. And now Reed McLaughlin trying to work BYU out of a mini jam. It's one out and one on, and a pinch hitter. Luke Jessen, left-handed bat will hit. So Jessen has yet to record a plate appearance in this series. Jessen on the year hitting 262. Five RBI on the year. The runner on first is Sartori. Jessen with one out, one on, and a swing and a miss from Jessen. Top of the order due up, Cam Chick. The career leader in games played and games started here at Nebraska. Will they get to Chick? Double play ends it. The 0-1. A reach out swing. Runner takes off. The throw gets away from Brock Watkins into right field. Runner will hold at third. The runner gets away. Ball gets away from the catcher. Will they bring him? No. Strong tracks it down, but on the swing and the miss, Sartori took off, and the throw got away from Watkins, covering second from Mason Strong. It rolled into right field, and getting all the way to third on the throwing error is Sartori. And now the tying runs 90 feet away, and a sacrifice fly is in play. The throw gets away, and now BYU needs a strikeout here. It's 0-2 to Luke Jessen. Runner on third, one out. Infield comes in. Trying to save the run from crossing. 3-2 BYU. The kick and fire outside edge. They don't get the call. It's ball one. Sartori on third. He stole second, advanced to third on the throwing error by the catcher. The E2 puts a runner at third. In a one-run game. We're bottom seven. BYU three, Nebraska two. It's a seven-inning game. And that sliced foul to the screen. The count stays one and two. McLaughlin can get a strikeout and take the sacrifice fly out of play. The infield playing in with BYU up a single run. BYU three runs on two hits. Nebraska two runs on two hits. Nebraska has three fielding errors. They'll be decisive if BYU hangs on to win. Luke Jessen awaits the 1-2 from BYU's closer, Reed McLaughlin. Reed working first base side of the rubber. Kicks and fires, and it's a foul tip not caught. Mm. That close to being out of the at-bat with Jessen. Reed will ask for a new ball, and the count stays 1-2. One, one out, one on. The tying run 90 feet away in the form of Luke Sartori. Luke Sartori at third. And Luke Jessen in the batter's box. The 1-2 to Jessen. Reed, a shakeoff, and now comes set. Strong sets up outside. The pitch outside and well outside. Ball two. Two balls, two strikes on Jessen. Nebraska down to its final two outs. But they've got the tying run on third base. Can Reed McLaughlin get them out of this jam? That began with a hit by pitch. The kick and fire, a swinging strikeout, big out for Reed McLaughlin. Two gone here in the bottom of the seventh. Can Reed do it again? Any out will work, but McLaughlin at 96 on the heater. He goes straight gas can for the K. So, Nebraska down to its last out and the tying run 90 feet away. The sacrifice fly out of play. Any out and BYU wins it. McLaughlin, first pitch to Chick. High and away, ball one. 
Cam Chick today. Strikeout, flyout, strikeout. Both strikeouts swinging. He has four Ks in the series. That was 96 from Reed on the miss. Dancing off third to Sartori. BYU 3, Nebraska 2. Bottom 7 of a 7-inning game. The 1-0 from McLaughlin. Comes set. Kicks. Fire. Swinging strike. 1-1. One and one. A mighty cut there by Chick. But he got none of the baseball. One ball, one strike. That was 95 from Reed. From the stretch. The setup outside from Strong. The delivery. That's lifted in the air to left. Dawson Hall's got a read on it and makes the catch, and that will do it. The fly out to left, and Reed McLaughlin closes it down. BYU finishes with the 3-2 victory. The tying run was left on third. Never got home. A runner on third and only one out. And the Cougs got the next two outs. A strikeout and then a flyout, and that will do it. BYU's a 3-2 winner over the Nebraska Cornhuskers in this seven-inning game as the Cougars square the series with the Huskers at a game apiece. Game two is coming up shortly. We'll start our post-game coverage from game one after this on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.